Hello, I'm Paul Goddard. I'm Jeff Watts. And welcome to the Agile Podcast, the show in which Jeff and I discuss what Agile is really all about over a pint or two in the pub. In each episode, we chat about our experiences as two Agile coaches in today's ever-changing world. So grab yourself a drink from the bar, pull up a chair and enjoy what I'm sure you will agree is probably the best Agile pub-related podcast in the world. Here we are. Hello, Jeff. Hello, buddy. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the George. The George in South Cerny, which so, used to yeah. be, if, you, uh, if you're old enough to remember, used to be called the Walter Mitty. Yes. Very um, eclectic, I think, was the term. Yeah. And that's what the locals refer to it as, the Walter Mitty. Yeah. So, used to be a train going around the pub, apparently. That's what they said. I presume, like a train set type train rather than yeah, an actual steam train a, a working kind of functional but you never know seems uh, seems to have a bit of history very old very classic old English pub as you oh, can probably tell so. from the brickwork behind us real fireplace very busy for a Thursday evening it's got a lovely Thursday evening pub smell to it mm. anyway cheers to you my friend cheers mate <clears throat> I got a pint of Thatcher's what have uh, you got uh, what's it called budding Budding, so um, Stroud Brewery apparently. Well, we're, yeah, we're not in Stroud, are we? But it's Gloucestershire, I suppose, isn't it? We're not far from Stroud. That kind of area. Well, I think we're actually in Wiltshire. Are we? Well, I saw as I was driving in. I saw we haven't driven to the pub, by the way. I saw um, Wiltshire Border. Well, okay. That's your county, isn't it? Yeah. So, well, it's it's basically between Wiltshire and Gloucestershire. It's yeah. on the on the cusp <laughs> on the somewhere. Verge on the verge and um, yeah so welcome to episode two episode two of the new series of the Agile podcast and um, got any landlord logic for us today Gav? Landlord logic um, yeah so Again, so we'll put a little picture of this one. We, we, we saw this one in the, in the pub on the, on the way through. Um, I mean, this is an old advert. Guinness for strength. Yeah. Guinness for strength with a kind of a very much a, a man with a pulling a, a horse and literally pulling a horse and I like a cart. The, I like the role reversal there. So rather than the horse pulling it, the horse is actually sitting in the cart. Yeah. And the man is pulling it. And a farmer pulling it. So that, I, I yeah. remember, because I, I quite like a Guinness. You're not a fan of Guinness, are you? But... I can't remember the, the Guinness is good for you adverts. So this is well, saying that must have been many years ago. Oh yeah. yeah, they wouldn't be allowed to do that now, I don't think. But the Guinness for strength, I think that's an interesting one, isn't it? Well, I, I think well, it still is in, in some regards. It's got to be technically true. Athletes, not so much. Maybe athletes is the wrong word, but certainly marathon runners, aren't they? They're always told to have a pint of Guinness before, oh, really? before a big race. I didn't race. know that. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing for for iron and and to to build up your iron levels. Okay to give you I think Paula Radcliffe used to swear by it really yeah for a pint of Guinness before a big race we're going to have to the night, the night before I'm going to have to fact check you on that one but I mean I, I, I know it's I, I've heard the whole iron and it's definitely got vitamins in it I, the, so, the, some of these are probably true some of them are old wives tales I'm sure of it being the equivalent of a roast dinner <laughs> um, but it does it does have an element of <clears throat> goodness in there and I'm sure iron is useful in you know bones and yeah maybe or is that calcium I don't know yeah but iron's definitely good for you so it does have a lot of good stuff but it's 
It's obviously got some bad stuff as well. Good or yeah. bad? Is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. I mean, it's a little bit of... There are lots of people out there that would swear that a little bit of alcohol now and again, a little bit of red wine, a pint's never going to do you any harm. In fact, it might do you some good. Yeah, oxidants, <coughs> yes, exactly. Everything's good in moderation, I suppose they say, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. Drink drink responsibly. So, there's that. <coughs> so, what's it got to do with Agile, then? All right. Well, so where, where's, where's our link here? We've got so to here go. segue into how strength <coughs> is... Uh, how is strength part of what we do? Well, I... I'm not sure I'm going to answer that question, but the first thing that comes to mind for me when I talk about strength is actually I spend a lot of my time talking about how we need to redefine the concept of strength yeah. in our more agile organizations. So strength historically, has strength in leadership, yeah. has been very much, I know the answer, follow me, yeah. I'm going to tell you the right answer, I'm going to take all this on my shoulders, I'm going to move us forward, I'm going to pull us forward yeah. uh, or I'm going to push you to your, uh, your potential and I think now in a more complex environment that leadership tends to find themselves in, it's not a case of I know the answer, it's a case of I have the strength to be vulnerable Yeah. yeah so weakness is almost the new strength yeah. Uh, being able to say I don't know. Yeah, I remember. I can't. I think it was. It might have been Mike Cohn actually made a joke of the three hardest words for a male software engineer to say are not "I love you." They're "I don't know." Yeah, that's very true. And I think the same goes for traditional leaders. Yeah. Saying "I don't know" is a sign of weakness. It's often because it, I remember those questions. I can remember the phone calls. Back in my BT days, when I'd have a phone, I won't say who it was, okay. that would ring, ring me up and give me a one-to-one over the phone. Okay. But um, he he would always you would, you just expected those questions. What are your strength, Paul? What are you, what would you say your strengths are? Okay. And then he'd follow up with what do you say your weaknesses are. And the, the strengths, it's always easier. It always always felt easier to name your strengths yeah. because you're not, to a certain extent, you're not. Well, so it reminds me of a joke. In an interview, what are your weaknesses? And the candidate says, well, I'm, I'm really honest. And so I don't think weakness is, is a... Uh, I don't think honesty is a weakness. To which the candidate says, I don't care what you think. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. I, interv- I interrupted. No, it's good. Um, yeah, so it's often quite a lot easier to, to name your strength. It wasn't... And um, it's also a sense of... Um, there is a weakness in showing your weaknesses. You, you, you know, do you know what I mean? There's, there's a weakness in, in that vulnerability... Um, that just didn't necessarily you weren't as open to naming it for, 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 felt for, for fear of lack of career growth um, yes think you, you don't think I'm not going to get anywhere unless I show my strengths here yeah those I remember those situations where you know in performance appraisal for example yeah you know, they're looking for an excuse to put you at the lower yeah. end of the bell curve yeah 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 and if you can come up with it, it's easier than them coming it's, up with it's, it. Yeah, it's so less on them. Do I feel safe to be able to? And, and that, I think, is where leadership really comes in into its own in in the more agile space, is being actually role modeling that and saying, do you know what? Nothing bad is going to happen if I say I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and we've talked a lot in the past about you go first. Yeah. And I think leaders need to do that. And when I say leaders, I don't necessarily mean hierarchical leaders I mean anyone who's got that sense of moral leadership 
Yeah. Um, it could be informal leadership. Anyone that we respect and think, okay, well, I've seen them do this and nothing bad happened to them. I trust them. Yeah. Okay, then I'm willing to put myself out there as well. I think, I think you're right. And I think also, I think these, these days, even teams now ref would refer to strength as different things. I think good teams won't talk about necessarily... You know, strength is staying late and working hard. Now that that hero culture that we we got used to, yeah. I think much much more teams now are recognising the art of um, helping, assisting each other, um, supporting, collaborating their strengths. And um, yeah, I think well, I true think collaboration requires vulnerability. Yes, humility and an element of sacrifice. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. Willingness to let go. Um, I, I've got fragments of quotes in my head, and I'm, I would probably get them mixed up. So what I'll do is, afterwards, I'll, I'll do as well as I'm going to fact check you about Paula Radcliffe drinking Guinness before the American. By all means, do. I'm, I'm, I'm I'll stick by it. I'm confident. <clears throat> I'm going to fact check me in terms of my quotes, but so I've got in my head Marcus Aurelius. Yes. Something around. Um, it takes a lot of, sh you know, a real strong, and he probably used the word man, but a real strong person. Um, it takes strength to recognise the strength in other people, yeah. Um, rather than just focus on on your own. You you're not putting yourself down by building somebody else up. Is what I took from that. Yeah. And I think also some strengths aren't necessarily visible strengths. I, I, I was going on this. I was got on a tangent here about the difference between physical and mental. Okay. So, so we might see strengths every day in a team. Different teams, different strengths, I suppose. Okay. But um, we might see what we don't see, and equally, if I flip this around, you don't see you don't see vulnerability as easy. Is mental mental strength and mental mental vulnerability? When you say mental strength, that's an interesting one. So. I think what first comes what comes to mind when you think mental strength. So I was thinking tenacity and and kind of sticking at something. Right, perseverance. Yeah, that type grit. Of thing. Yes, that kind of thing. And I think that's quite traditional, isn't it? Yeah. You keep going, and and I think that that is really valuable in certain circumstances. Absolutely, uh, but something that I've been quite interested in recently is some of Annie Duke's work on quitting. Okay. So she says well, you should get better at quitting. Yeah. Uh, knowing when actually we should walk away from something and yeah. let go of something. I agree. I agree. And we, yeah, we have that sunk cost fallacy, but also an emotional sunk cost fallacy. I've, I've put in so much of my energy into this, I don't want to walk away from it. Uh, so Annie Duke, for anybody who's listening, is used to be a professional poker player. Okay. Um, and and you know, a good, really good quote of hers that I really, really like is a bad outcome isn't necessarily the result of a bad decision. There's a lot of other factors that go into it. But equally, a good outcome isn't necessarily the result of a good decision. Um, and yeah, basically she says, and this comes back to, to marathons as well, actually, it ties in. She tells the story of a woman who broke her leg six miles into the London Marathon, mm. or broke her ankle or something, and carried on mm. because that was what she thought she should do she, yeah. she'd invested so much time into it rather than say I've trained all this and I've run six miles she was focusing on the 18.2 miles or whatever yeah. it is yeah. that she hadn't done um, and yeah so this I think it takes a lot of courage a lot of strength mental strength to be able to say do you know what I'm going to stop doing that I'm going to cut my losses on that yeah. I'm going to say no that's enough 
Yeah. This project, this product is not a winner. And that's no reflection on me as a person. It's no reflection on anybody involved in it. We've learned this. And rather than just keep going at it, tenacity, resilience, perseverance, grit, I'm going to quit. Yeah. And I think certainly a more traditional view of that, that would be seen, you know, I think I look back at my um, history of, of personal kind of one-to-ones, assessments, appraisals, whatever you want to call it. But the ability to stick out something would have been seen more as a strength rather than the ability to quit. Absolutely, absolutely. It would have been much more recognised, much more highlighted. Oh, Paul, Paul really stuck at this task and he got it, you know, he stuck through thick and thin. Yeah. And that's probably, to an extent, that's conditioned me to... to I find it very hard to quit things. Yeah. And that, that... Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong, listeners. Tenacity, perseverance and stickability is a very, very good yeah. thing. And I'm as guilty as the next person of finding excuses and rationale to just give up on something just because it's hard all right uh, oh shiny thing was a squirrel <laughs> um, but yeah in in certain circumstances and I, I hesitate to say in in complex domains we're actually doing the analysis doing the research speaking to people thinking things yeah. through that is a really really good thing but in a complex environment that is more often than not wasted effort yeah and actually we should be looking at objective data come you know countering our cognitive biases and making decisions on the real data right now not what we've put into it already yeah well that went a different way nice nice little bit of landlord logic there like that and um i actually i can link I'm not quite sure how we'll edit this, <laughs> listeners and viewers, but this is one for Paul. In the po- that's a problem for Paul in post-production, <laughs> not a problem for me now. Uh, uh, so another of our features is the pub notice board. <laughs> pub notice board. Um, and so one of the things I was going to say on the pub notice board, actually, is a meetup group that I'm going to next week. Oh, okay. So I'm going to a meetup group at, uh, well, it's online, but it's the Agile Games meetup. Oh, yeah. And whenever I hear Agile Games, I think of you in a waistcoat. Really? Do you remember when we went to the Agile oh, Games conference? Was that Agile Games, was it? I think so. I know that we spent far too much on our wardrobe than we did on the yeah, actual content. Yeah, and balloon animals and popcorn. And we were, great. We were great that day. Anyway, we'll try and dig out a photo of Paul in a waistcoat for you. Uh, oh, it's in, the, yeah, it's in the archive somewhere. Yeah, so next week, February the 8th, yeah. Agile Games Meetup. Okay. I was going to go along to Ryan Behrman's session on, on playing to your strengths. Okay. And the reason for this, this is quite a nice tie-in, actually. But just to prove that it, this isn't like all pre-organized, there were two other things that I wanted to put on the notice board. Okay. One was from our good friend Tony Richards, who's doing a session at the Kanban Coaching Exchange on February the 9th, Agile at Altitude. So not agile at scale, but okay. actually at altitude, altitude. Um, big, big physical engineering company telling the story there about actual physical manufacturing and agile and so on. Yep. And then one of my good friends, Marco Burvel, is doing a session on fostering amazing teams uh, on February the 17th. So bringing something fresh to your team, building up great teamwork, helping your teams grow. So we'll put some details to those things in the show notes. Yep. But coming back to the first thing, which is a nice link to what we were talking about, playing to your strengths. So Agile Stationery, 
Okay. You know them? Yeah, I know. Yep. Yeah. With Devika. She, um, they actually sell some of our stuff, but we're not here to talk about that. But she tweeted a blog post yeah. about the 10 nice things to help you give your new year a kickstart. Okay. And I noticed it because she tagged me in it because it's got some of our stuff in it. But yeah. I had a look through and I saw this um, Strength Suits cards and I thought okay. that would be a good thing and so I, I bought you a present. Oh. So I've got a pack of Strength Suits cards for you here. Lovely. Um, and uh, so um, we could, I'm not quite sure how this would work in the pub, but we could actually go through the exercise now. Yeah, we can do that. We'll make some space. That's fine. All right. Um, so strong suits, they're called. Strong suits, not strength suits. <laughs> but they are playing to your strengths. So the idea is... There's a lot more to this than I'm probably going to do it justice. So, um, so there's there's jokers and things, but yeah, there are four suits recommend. Yeah, four different characteristics and things. The idea is that you pick five cards. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I'll, I'll deal with you five. Right? Yeah. So for for the benefits of the viewers, we'll actually we'll try and we'll get a camera on this, so you can see what we're so doing. So you can see what we're doing. But so Paul's got um, five cards in front of him. Yeah. That 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 say some strengths so one of them says I get alongside people and build rapport is one of them mm -hmm. I enjoy being part of a harmonious team I'm a good collaborator sensitivity you know I'm sensitive to how people feel I get along with a wide range of people relationships tolerance I show that I respect other people's needs and difficulties right so those are your five at the moment yeah and then there's another one up here this is agreeability which is I'm flexible in meeting people halfway okay so if you think that is something that you like more than these other five, yeah. you can swap that one in for one of your current five. But if you don't, okay. then take the next card from the top. All right, so I'm going to do that. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm, I'm taking uh, agreeability and I'm going to switch it out with um, relationships. All right, so then turn the next one over. So, okay, right, so I do the next one, which is diplomacy. I am careful to say the right things in the right way to the right people. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I do that. So I, again, I can do the same thing, and I can yeah. switch out. If you think that's more you than some of the other ones you've got, probably more than sensitive, I suppose. I okay. think. And okay. then turn the next one over. Okay, got it. Patience. Oh, I'm very patient. I'm all. Can I have more than five? No, no. You can oh. only have five. Okay. Um, uh, I'll probably say better than rapport. I'd say. So uh, yeah, I'm more patient than I am building rapport. Okay. Another one? Yeah, so yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Now, seeing as that, um, that I haven't shuffled them very well, viewers. <laughs> so we'll we'll try a different suit. Go on, right, so now we've got onto oh. diamonds, which is organisation. I work in a in an organised way to see the job through to completion. No, I don't think I am. No, can I can I pick another one? Yeah. So diamonds re relate to standards, whereas you've mostly at the moment you've got. Just the way clubs. that I haven't shuffled very well. You've got clubs. So I've clubs got are around relationships. Spade, yeah? Spades are around drive. So, so being determined and assertive. I have so. confidence that I can do what is needed. No. No. <laughs> no, Jeff. No, definitely not confident. Okay. So pick another one. Let's, let's, again, let's mix them up again. Let's go with something, something. And what's the one suit we haven't had yet? Hearts. Hearts, yeah. So hearts is go. around passion. I work at a fast pace and can react to new thing information quickly. Nope. Don't nope. do that either, Jeff. 
So again, so do I go through the whole pack? Or do so I yeah, stop? the idea would be you go through all of this stuff, and um, the 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 uh, it's not the reverse, is it? It's the inverse. So if you flip that card round 180 degrees, yeah, you see the sort of flip side to it. Oh, so, okay. You know, I can seem impulsive to other people. Right. Okay. So that's not you, right? No. But if that was your strength, then yeah. the negative of it could be you're seen as impulsive. Yeah. So the idea being that you go through this, you figure out you know what your strengths are, and the chances are, you know, you would have a, a deck of a hand of cards that was mostly clubs, right? Yeah. You're, you're more of a relationships person than yeah. anything else, and there are ways of talking to people who are sh strong in clubs, yeah. and you know, understanding people who are strong in clubs. Okay. And so if you do this as a team, you get to know a little bit about each other's strengths, and you also get to see the flip side of it. Yeah. of your strength so if you overplay that strength yeah how you might you know I could see yeah. not do great so yeah I quite I quite like these I like that yeah I quite liked it and um, hmm. yeah so I'm going to go along to his session because obviously I've only just scratched the surface of it and, and he's used, you're going to demonstrate these I, in the session do you think? well I don't know because I think he's got a couple of other things up his sleeve so yeah, okay but yeah I like I like so he's he says this is built on positive psychology and systemic thinking and so on and it's not that dissimilar to you know some of the personality traits characteristics models and things that you've probably done before yeah but uh, so i like all that kind of stuff so I'm gonna, yeah i'm gonna go along and see what he's got to say yeah so check it out people that's ryan bearman bearman saying his I think name that's right how you pronounce it. and these cards are available from where jeff well i got them from agile stationery agile because Station. that's where i saw the um saw the blog post excellent and uh yeah Loads of stuff on there. You've got stuff on there. I've got stuff on there. There's loads of stuff on there. Very good. So Agile Station is pretty cool. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually... Yeah, that's part of my pub notice board, but also linking to the... Um, the strength. The strength. The, the, the landlord yeah. Yeah, logic. The Guinness. Yeah, yeah, the Guinness. So that's a nice little link there. Very good. Pub quiz? Oh, I've got a quiz for you. Pub quiz! So... Actually, I'll tell you what, have a look, have a look at this list, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, for, for our viewers, we're back on, we're back in the room. So, basically, I've, I've found a bunch of quotes mm. from agile thought leaders, mm. all right? <laughs> so, there is a quote from a number of these people, right? So, we've got Ken Schwaber, we've got Mike Cohn, Kent Beck, Esther Derby, Gene Tabaker, Carl Scotland, Lisa Adkins... Henrik Nieberg, Mary Poppin, Dick Martin Fowler, Jeff Southern, Roman Pickler, Tobias Mayer, Lisa Crispin, Paul Goddard. Huh? Paul Goddard's I, in there. I make the list. Um, yeah. So there's, there's basically agile thought leaders, right? Got it. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a quote, and okay. you have to tell me who said it. Can I pick? And I pick from this list. Well, it's one so, of those people. Yeah. So uh, look away. Look okay. away. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. it's all on the same piece of paper. Okay. Right. So. Listen. Yeah, I'm listening. When we're blind to systemic causes of problems, all the solutions we try will likely make matters worse. Okay, so who... Can I look back at the list? Yeah, have a look at the list. Have a look at one of the... Uh, it's one of those people that's got a tick on it. So it's talking about systemic problems. I'd say some... I'd say Jeff Sutherland. No, no. Am I wrong? Yeah, Esther Derby. Oh, really? Yeah, Esther. Very, very much focused on systemic challenges and making sure you know what you're doing before you get stuck in. Fair play, Esther. Right. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Look away. Okay, looking away. Next quote. 
I am a member of a community of thinkers. I believe that communities exist as homes for professionals to learn, teach and reflect on their work. One of their most famous quotes. Oh, don't say that because that means I should, should know it. I would say of all the, of all the, someone who's mostly focused on community, yep. I'd have to put, I'll put all my chips on Gene for that. Gene Baker. Yeah. You're right. Oh, yes. You're right. Yeah. So maybe. Is that, is that from her book? No. So um, basically after a number of, I think the term is flaming wars, you know, between oh, okay. you know, Scrum, hates Kanban, Kanban oh, okay. hates Scrum and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, thought leaders just basically attacking one another. She said, we're all in this together. We're all a community of thinkers. Let's respect each other. So even b so before, before conferences had their codes of conduct yeah. or something, she wanted people to, to sort of sign up to that. God bless her. All right, next one. Look oh, away. Yeah, look away. Yeah. <laughs> this is a funny one. Twice the energy with half the stress. <laughs> Brackets. Bonus weight loss. So, I was immediately drawn to, towards Jeff Sutherland there. Yeah. But I, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. But I thought it might have been someone parodying Jeff. No, no, no. Is no. He, he said that. As, yeah, he's, yeah. So, for, his, uh, for, for those of you who aren't aware, Jeff has a side business in frequency uh, energy modulation stuff yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, where he believes he can solve basically any illness through the right radio frequencies. Uh, and one of his blog posts on this website said you can get twice the energy and half the stress and lose weight by getting the right frequency. Wow. Uh, yep, so wow. that's Jeff. Wow. I'll I know nothing about that, so I can neither confirm nor deny, <laughs> endorse we in, nor We in no way denigrate. endorse that quote. All right, next one. Yeah, I'm looking so at you're two, two, two wins, one loss. Okay. All right, next one. We shouldn't add features until they're needed. Forget just in case develop just in time oh now i i say this a lot i say just in case uh just in time not just in case so i'm going it's, it's got to be a lean thinker it's got to be lean i I'd, I'd go for mary mary poppendick oh very good oh see i know my lean i know three my out lean. four i know my lean next one yep the important thing is not your process but your process for improving your process process for improving your process oh it's I'm between two it's either Henrik or Ken I'll go with Ken Henrik oh no you're joking <laughs> oh no Henrik Nieberg yes no the most important thing is your process for improving your process yeah and it, now, now it sounds like him saying it I can yeah. hear him saying it Jeff three out of five it's good still good oh. alright next one um, we practice mastering ourselves in the moment so that we can better open ourselves to being a servant leader and to harness our emotions and choose what to do with our reactions. Servant leader. Oh, servant leader. So there might be more than one from the same person, by the way. Oh, just saying, no, just oh, now, oh well. now you're throwing that curveball in there. Now you said that, that could be Esther, you see. Exactly. But is that, is that a double bluff? Because I was thinking Tobias or Ken. Oh, Jeff. You're not making this easy. No. On the strength of what you said, I'll go with Esther then. It's not. <laughs> it's Lisa Atkins. Oh, God. That's true. 
Oh, you Three see, out of six down to 50%. You threw, you threw a curveball in there. All right, next one. Go on. Up. It doesn't matter how good you are today. If you're not better tomorrow, then you're not agile. Again, that's the, that's the type of thing that, that someone quite blunt yeah. and direct would say. I'll go Ken Schwaber on that. Mike Cohn. Oh, see. Yeah. If you're not better tomorrow, you're not agile. Fully agree with that. Keep improving. Yeah. So that's three out of seven. Oh, he's on a bad I'm run. slipping. I am yeah. I'm having a bad run. A Coventry yeah. City style post-World Cup run. All right. I'll give you an easy oh, one. Scrum is scrum. Oh, here we go. If you change anything about scrum, then it's no longer scrum. That's Ken. That is Ken's that, yeah. Yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember saying that. Four out of eight. <laughs> I knew I'd get Back to a to Ken. 50%. I knew I'd get to a Ken eventually. All right, let's see what I'll, we've got Doing scrum yeah. is as meaningless and impossible as creating an instance of an abstract class. Oh, it's techie. It's techie. It's either Kent. Who are, who are, the, who are the XP guys that we got? Or, oh, okay. I'm not. Are they all in that list? Yeah, sorry. Oh, it's either. Don't worry. I'll go with Kent. It's it could be wrong, though. It's Tobias. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I Tobias. Doesn't sound like Tobias. Doing Scrum is as useless and impossible as creating an instance of an abstract class. Of course, you know all about that, Jeff. Your abstract classes Nothing and about them. Nothing about them. <laughs> all right, here we go. Technical genius. So that's one four out of nine. Um, the yes and protocol gives oh. scope for additional dialogue to improve a process or idea. Hashtag agile, hashtag scrum. <laughs> that must be me. <laughs> it is, is that indeed. Paul Goddard said that. Yes, many, many times, yes. I believe. Nigel Baker's favourite quote of mine. Yeah. So five out of ten. Back to 50%. All right, there's not many left now. Not okay. many left. Let's see what else we got. Um, no matter what the problem is, it's always a people, people problem. Thing. Oh, I've heard, so I've heard this a hundred times before. No matter what the problem is, it's always a people. Ron. Nope. Jerry Weinberg. Oh, okay. Yeah. One of his most famous quotes. One more. One more. One more then. Try and redeem myself. Yeah. See if you can end on 50%. I used to make references that people didn't get because they were too old. Now I make references that people don't get because I am too old. Uh, and actually, this person isn't in that list. Oh, really? Yeah. But you should be able to get it. Because it sounds like something Nigel would say. It's Nigel Baker. <laughs> it is Nigel Baker. When you said that, I thought, I'm sure I've heard Nigel say that before. Yeah, that is Nigel Baker. <laughs> so 50%. That's six, right. Six out of 12. Well That's played. Good. Thank you, I wonder That's how good. you did at home. Let us know. No, yeah, leave a comment. Let us know. Yes. See if you can beat my score. You probably will. Champagne moment. Well, now, now we're up for our champagne moment of the week. Yes, tell me all about it, Jeff. Have you got anything? No. Nothing. <laughs> no champagne for you this week. Um, my favourite thing this week, my favourite thing this week came from um, Simon, how do you say it? Simon Sinek? Sinek, yeah. I have got a champagne moment. I've thought of it Okay, now, all right. But I'll, it's a quick one, a silly one. Go on. Simon, Simon Sinek. Uh, it was a LinkedIn post, but I think it was a snippet from like a TEDx thing or something anyway yeah it looked like he was in his lounge living yeah. room but he he basically said um, 
it was a really quick, I think he called it the friend's test or the friend's question or something. Basically, he said, find someone, a really good friend. Yeah. Not, not a lover, not a relative, uh, because they're too close. But find a good friend and say, um, why are we friends? Okay. All right. So yeah. I'm going to ask you, why are we friends? Because we, sh- we share the same interests. Okay, so that, that's a good definition of friendship. Okay. All right, it's a characteristic of friendship. But why are we friends? Why are you friends with me? Uh, because we have, have a lot of shared experiences together, you and I. So in this video, he's, he's saying, you really need to push this person because they're going to they're talk about friendship. Yeah, rather than being a friend with rather you. Rather than the one thing okay. that you bring. So he so, said, well, what... So he was saying, push, push them on. Yeah. Well, what do I bring to this friendship? What do I bring to you? You uh, are able to talk me through situations in a very l- calm and very um what's the words i'm looking for we have to edit this down no this is the point is it yeah so a calm and understanding and rational tone is you can walk me through my problems okay so that that is sort of the essence of what why we're friends yeah right and he said most people will find it really difficult to put that feeling into words. Okay. So they will talk around it. They will yeah. talk about what friendship is. They will talk in about... In general terms. Yeah. yeah. Uh, rather than... And you push them and you push them and you find that thing. And he, he says, you know, if you ask a number of your friends, they will almost always say the same thing. And really? that is your why, effectively, yeah. as a yeah. person. Um, and I think that's an interesting... I mean, is that my strength? I mean, it's, it's kind of linked, I suppose. Yeah. But the, yeah. And but that can be, even if you don't realise it is a strength, it's, it's nice to hear, and we've done this in workshops before, yeah. it's nice to hear someone else say something they're recognising you as a strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Rather definitely. than me asking you, what are your strengths, Jeff? It's, it's nice to hear someone who values a strength that you have that you might not even be aware of to actually hear someone else say it. That's a really good point. And going back to those cards, sometimes... One of the things I think I read in the uh, sort of things you can do with them yeah. is get other team members yeah. to pick out what they think your strengths are yeah. and, and compare and contrast as well as comparing and contrast the diversity within the team. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. What, what I see as my strengths might be very different to what you see as my strengths. Um, and yeah, being able to hear that, being able to, to know what impact we have is, is really quite, um, quite a touching thing. Yeah. So that was my champagne moment of the week. What was your champagne moment nice. of the week? Nice. Well, we might have to edit mine. Uh, or at least bleep it Um, it's just a website I saw and it's um, I saw it on LinkedIn okay and um, I think Tobias actually shared it or um, or or reshared it it's just and again we will bleep this okay the website is called I hate Jira okay dot com and all it is it's a website which has you can click click on it and it's just got lots of different opinions on why jira is so bad okay um i can read off one are or they two like, are they real like people submit yeah them? people have submitted them yeah so if i went to that website i could submit my reason for yeah them. okay yeah so you can submit your opinion or or you can um did nigel make it i i'm not he hasn't taken credit for it okay. but neither has he denied 
Um, I can give you uh, give you a couple Go of examples. Um, Jira is a special kind of hell. It's like every team needs their own embedded Atlassian solutions engineer to get it get it to a usable state. Not an EM or PM, but a specially dedicated role just to deal with Jira nonsense. Why even bother? There is a lot of feeling about Jira. Isn't there is, isn't there? Someone, it's, I was on a weird meetup call this week, and someone said, completely unrelated. Paul, what do you think about Jira? And it's, it's okay. <laughs> all right. It's a topic. It, it, it's a, I'm not. I'm just to be getting into it here. No, but no, I no. just, I just loved the website. I love the simplicity of it. I love the fact it's just a resource, almost somewhere to go to be able to Vent. calm yourself and just read. Oh, okay. Know that you're not alone. There's other people There's out there yeah. that, that are experiencing the same kind of hell as you. That reminds me of something I've said to a lot of people: is in jest, but as with most things in jest, there's more than a seed of yes. truth to it. Uh, which is, um, if you just want a little bit of entertainment, get into a London taxi and say, oh, so cyclists, eh? <laughs> uh, and it's like, get, if you see Nigel, say, Jira, hey? Oh, yeah. and, yeah, <laughs> well, and then you don't get another word in, you just got a bit of a show. Yeah, there you go. So, okay, well, I mean, that, to, that's nice. And actually, that, that could be a contender for your bard. Oh, we yeah, could, we, true. we could potentially bar, bar Jira, Jira from, from this from the moment pub. on. From, from, we from could this. say, get out of the pub. You bard. I will. Um, I'll put another contender forward, and we'll see. Maybe we'll see what our listeners think. Okay. See who they would bar. Whether they would bar Jira or touchy subject, Capital One. Oh, okay. So, and I haven't really dug into this, but I know they laid off a heck of basically everybody that had ad- anything to do with agile. Yes, and it was global as well, wasn't yeah, it? It yeah, wasn't yeah, just yeah. in the UK, or no, no, no. it was from what I heard. Yeah. We're done. Uh, and I, and, I know and was it a claim of, we've, we've done that stuff, we've got to move on now? Was that with the reason, the rationale behind it? So the, I think the official explanation was, we have now incorporated Agile into our ways of working, therefore we don't need dedicated Agile roles. Now, as somebody who actually encourages working towards that, mm. if that has happened, then I... I, I Toast. <laughs> I drink a toast Raise to you, glass Capital to One. Yeah. Um, I remember the going to the very first scrum gathering in Boulder, Colorado, and speaking to somebody from Capital One. In fact, two people, Mark Pashinsky and a lady I can't remember the name of. And I was BT, and they were at Capital One, and we were talking about agile transformation then. Yeah. Uh, and they're still still going yeah. now uh, as our BT. Yeah. Um, but Capital One have effectively claimed victory. Yes. So if they have, that is fantastic. Congratulations. If they haven't, and they're claiming victory when they haven't, just as an excuse to get rid of a load of people, yeah. shame, shame on, on you. you. Now, I don't know the answer to that because I'm not close enough to it, but we will let our listeners decide. So you have the choice, listeners. Do you, who do you want to bar, or what do you want to bar, from our pub, Jira, <laughs> or Capital One? Mm. We'll put a poll out there on our Twitter. We can do a Twitter yeah, poll, yeah. Twitter poll and see what the results are and we'll come back to the results in the next episode. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. So I think I think that's pretty much it. So we're kind of on to last orders now, aren't we? Last orders. Last orders at the bar. So I've got a couple of... Um, couple of quotes these deep and meaningful quotes well one one deep and meaningful and one rather 
frivolous. What's okay. that word? So nothing is as strong as gentleness mm. and nothing is as gentle as real strength. Wow. Now, I believe that was St. Francis of something or other. All right. Not of Assisi. <laughs> But there is another St. Francis. So again, we'll put it. We'll put the actual quote in the in the show notes. But yeah, the, the well, idea. Say, say again. There's nothing as strong nothing as gentleness. Nothing as strong as gentleness. Nothing as gentle as real strength. Yeah. Quite like that paradox. Mm. And the rather frivolous one: He that drinketh strong beer and goes to bed right mellow lives as he ought to live and dies a hearty fellow. <laughs> so have strong beer. Be happy. Remember to drink and sprint responsibly. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers.